RadioInfluence.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. And today I am excited because I have two of my favorite people in Tampa, Chef Rosanna Rivera and Ricardo Castro. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having us. See, I'm, I'm so giddy. I'm going to start laughing because you guys are you guys are awesome. And you guys are actually a part of my blogging and food influencing history. I hope you know that, right? Oh, we awesome. do. Yeah. I remember when you first walking through the store of, of our first restaurant and when pecan. you were starting around. That's yeah. Pecan, Hyde Park Village, no? Hyde Park Village, yes. Pecans. Pecan. And yeah. I was thinking about that today. I'm so bad with years. As the time goes by, I have to yeah. think, was that 2013, 2014? And I have to look at pictures of my kids and then it's kind of a trip down memory lane, <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah, it was two, we started 2013 and um, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I still remember just, I would walk in there and I was so captivated just by the decor. I felt like I was in Paris, which I've never been to. It's been on my list, but you guys did a fantastic job. It was a fun place. Um, we still get a lot of people asking about it and what else are we going to do just like that? But yeah, it, it, it was on purpose. We wanted the people to feel like they were stepping into Paris. So the music was on purpose and it had that Paris kind of sound. And then at the same time, the, the decor, which, you know, was kind of, kind of paying attention to very little details. Right. And we needed to make sure that, that it felt like that. So. Well, it was on purpose. You did a great job. In fact, I have a really good friend of mine, Rebecca Hagen, who I've known since I moved to Tampa. She knew me before I had kids and she as kind of our hobby. She's a photographer. So she came with me one day and we did a photo shoot with my kids. And to this day, I treasure those pictures. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll have to send them to you guys because. Yeah, that would be nice. It's good to, it's good to think back. Right. And they're so grown and they appreciate food so much now because of you. Yeah. So yeah. Good years. Good memories. Oh, and she did some in black and white. And it's like my son, I mean, both of them, when I look at those pictures, it's just kind of like as a mother, you just, I look into their eyes and I think, I just remember that. And I can still taste the food we ate that day. We came in for brunch and it's just crazy how a picture brings back so many different emotions and just memories and everything. Well, I think it's, it's a great compliment. So I thank you for that. You know, because I, I always say when you do a good job with a concept, a restaurant, you always have those memories forever. You remember what something tastes like or what you celebrated or you didn't celebrate. Um, you always remember the people. Right. So that means we did a good job. So thank you. Oh, you guys knocked it out of the park on that one. <laughs> I swear it was, it was incredible. So I wanted to ask you guys, because like I said, it, it has been quite some time that we've actually sat down and chatted. I see you guys at events and like Saver St. Pete is just, Hey, how are you? And there's so you know, people are just yeah. always surrounding you because you guys are in my, you're, you're celebrities. You know that, right? <laughs> We're people from the town. <laughs> no. we love you are town. celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys, I, I want to hear how you met and just how everything like the chef and the baker, I, I, I want to hear it all. <laughs> all right. Um, um, how do we met? We met at work. Uh, we're actually both from Puerto Rico, but we met here in Tampa, even though we used to cross paths. Later on, we figured out, that out. We used to cross paths in Puerto Rico, like on every single restaurant you could possibly imagine. Wow. And at the same time, too, in many occasions. So it was kind of weird, but um, it, then, then at work, we met and we collaborate doing some catering. Um, I do um, watermelon sculptures and... and ice carvings and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she needed some for an event and she needed also help. So I said, you know what, let's, let's, let's do this. And it was on Lakeland. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And she had a house where she used to do events inside the house. Right. And then um, that's how it was. Then, then we started um, collaborating more and then work became fun and, Friendship and and more and a lot more than that. I love that. That is so awesome. So you actually crossed paths in Puerto Rico. I yeah. love that. Well, over the years, you start discovering, right? We kind of live. It's the six degrees of separation. Even though we never met in Puerto Rico, there's it's a small island, and it's not necessarily that everybody knows everybody. 
But you start realizing, oh, wow, you know, we lived the same years within a block from each other or we worked uh-huh. within a block from each other. Um, his or I, his I take, family. I would take breaks from my job yeah. to go get a coffee at a place where she was working right in front of it. I had no idea. And I was there with my best friend just... Just having coffee, yeah. and she worked right in the in the jewelry right in front of me. Yeah. Oh, how funny! But uh, you know, I left Puerto Rico and I moved to New York City. So it just coming to leaving Tampa and being closer to my mom, it's really what made us cross paths for real. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny. My kids are actually half Puerto Rican, and I want to take them there sometime. I've never been. It's been on my list. So you would love it. Yeah. I can imagine. It's beautiful. We love food. We love wine, oh drink, yes. party. party. Oh, I would so, have a good time there. <laughs> and people, we're all, it's a very hospitable culture, right? We love to entertain. Show, entertain and show people around and show what Puerto Rico is. So everybody has a great time oh, whenever yeah. they visit. And I still do, right? Whenever yeah. we, we go. Puerto Ricans are very warm people. And mm. Yes. We love to, to take people in and show them a good time. So yeah, you, you'll have fun with them. They'll yeah, love it. I need to go. It's funny because my son is struggling with Spanish and I love Spanish. It was my favorite subject in school. I actually wanted <laughs> to be a Spanish teacher, but I know more of the, I call it the Mexican Spanish. The Mexican side, yeah. You're California. The, yep. You're from the Bay. Yeah. yeah. And it's different. And yeah. when, when I came to Tampa, I would speak to people from, from, you know, from Cuba, Puerto Rico. I'd be like, what does that mean? Cause I was so used to all the Mexican slang. Yeah. I spent, you know, a greater part of my life. I, I went to Mexico many times mm-hmm. and it was different. So when I speak to my children's family on their dad's side, I'm like, what does that mean? I, I, I understand everything, but I don't know exactly what that phrase is. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a challenge for me to learn all that. <laughs> the Puerto Rican slang. slang. Yes, yes, a lot of slang in Puerto Rico, that's for sure. Absolutely. And some of the dishes that you guys have, like my, when their grandmother comes, she lives in New Jersey. She makes the pastelon. I love mm-hmm. that. Yes. I want to learn how to make it. So if Beautiful. you have a recipe, share. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm actually <laughs> oh. going to make pasta in about two weeks for our client. So, yes. So good. It's so, I put hot sauce on it and I'm just. <laughs> yep, that's perfect right there. That is awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's. Food is just, is my passion. I think that's why we all bond so much together. Yeah. So now when did you both move to Tampa? Was it around the same time or? So no, I moved to Tampa much later. I moved to Tampa in 2008. Okay. um, And I moved to Tampa to go to culinary school. I did culinary school much later in life. Um, And uh, that's really where we met at culinary school. Yeah. Um, I moved to Tampa in 2004. And um, it was actually supposed to be for like a weekend. Mm-hmm. And then my brother-in-law dared me to get a job. <laughs> we we did a competition of throwing a, a resume around. Yeah. And whoever landed the first job will invite <laughs> the other one for Burns Steakhouse. And I had no idea what Burns Steakhouse was. Right. <laughs> but later on, I find out because, you know, he yeah. won. Um, but yeah, that was, that was how the way I started 2004. And then I actually, the job I got was as an instructor at the culinary school. Oh, I love yes. that story. That is really cool. You mm-hmm. actually, um, I wasn't too far behind you. I moved here in 2003. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I've when, watched Tampa grow like yes. you guys yes. have. It's been when a big change. We're like one way only all the streets. I mean, what Wesley Chapel is right now. Yeah. Nothing back then. I know. It was a two-way street, 54 um, street. 54 Avenue was a two-way street only. And it was all dark. I remember back in the days. It was crazy. It was like, what? What is this? And now you just can't fit more cars in that place. I know. The traffic here has gotten so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I drive a lot and I get every day. That's why I need those podcasts to listen to because I get very (laughs) upset. (laughs) I thought I left all that traffic leaving the San Francisco Bay area. Yeah. But it it found me again. (laughs) But it's it's good to see the city, you know, come to its potential because when I first moved, I moved, my path was Puerto Rico, very small town from the countryside. Mm -hmm. To New York, big city, so it was very overwhelming and intimidating for me. Uh, even though I I pushed through, mm-hmm. uh, and from there, then I went to Miami, which felt more comfortable. But it's mm-hmm. still Miami's huge. It is. Uh, so Tampa, when I f- came here, I fell in love with it because it felt 
very warm, but yet not large as large mm-hmm. as Miami. And it felt very community. And it still is, you know, community, especially the food community here is very tight knit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I fell in love with it because of that. But I saw the potential. It's such a beautiful city, great downtown that I could see where I could go. Um, and I could see the potential of, okay, here I definitely I feel more comfortable in starting my own business, mm-hmm. right? Bef- besides, because doing it in New York or in Miami, it, it can be very extremely intimidating because there's so much more competition. It's much more expensive. Right. So I, I think I do owe to Tampa the credit that I was able to set roots and really just set my path for having my own business. Right. I remember when I first moved to Tampa, I had a little bit of a culture shock. You know, I spent a lot of my time in San Francisco and I actually was offered my dream job back in those days. There's a place called the Bubble Lounge, which is a champagne bar. They have one in New York, too. So they have over 300 types of champagne. I used to go there. It was just it was my version of heaven. I'd sit on these big fluffy couches and eat, you know, charcuterie and drink champagne. And I wanted to work there. So I actually interviewed for a position as a catering director. They offered me the job right at the same time that my then boyfriend at the time was like, we're moving to Tampa. So I was like, what do I do? So I came to Tampa. But um, I it was just funny because when I came here, it was so different. And I learned about sweet tea my first day serving and everything. <laughs> How sweet. Well, I was working lunch at a place um, and you either, people either call it 717 or 717. Yeah. That was my first job. I literally started working two days after I arrived here. Nice place. Well, you know what's funny? I, I have to share this because this is really crazy. So I walked in, asked the bartender for an application. She said, we're not hiring. Okay. So I, I walk out. Next thing I know, she comes outside. Manager wants to speak to you. So I walk in and he goes, I know you from somewhere. I said, no, it's impossible. I just moved here. He goes, where'd you move from? I said, San Jose, California. And he goes, I lived out there with my wife. And he goes, did you work at the Hotel De Anza, which was a hotel I worked in the, in the lounge? They used to take their son to hockey games. And we were two blocks from where the San Jose Sharks would play. He remembered uh, me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And he hired me on the spot. He goes, I don't need to interview you because when I was much younger, I used to be really fast at bartending. He said, we would watch how you handled those hockey crowds. He goes, I want you here. And it was really funny. So nice. I worked a day shift as a server and then nighttime bartending. And I was working a lunch shift and this gentleman goes, I want a sweet tea. And I thought, well, I'll bring you some sugar. And he just looked at me and said, where are you from? <laughs> but I didn't know. I really didn't know sweet tea like it is now. So that yeah. was and, and grits too. I, I had grits for the first time somewhere in Georgia. Never had a grit before. <laughs> I felt like my cousin Vinny, that little, that little scene. But anyway, yeah. So it, it's been a pleasure to really, really watch Tampa grow. Yeah. And that's how I got started in just food blogging and everything was, I was very homesick. I missed home and I spent seven years wanting to leave Tampa and go back home. And one day I said, you know what? You got to love where you live. And I started my blog as a way to fall in love with Florida. So I sought out places, chefs, anyone that inspired me. And now it's like, I would never leave. So yeah, that led you to that, which is amazing. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I don't know if I would be doing all this if I still live there. Yeah. And I wouldn't have my kids. Yes. (laughs) Or my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's been great. And like I said, you guys, I mean, I just remember the first time I walked into Picant and I thought, wow, these, these two are special and I'm just glad we've stayed connected over the years. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, so absolutely. All, it's all those donuts filled with Nutella. Uh, said, That's it. This is the place. <laughs> yeah. Nutella is right up there with pizza for me. <laughs> yeah. My daughter also shares that she eats it. Well, we both eat it out of the jar. Yeah. Sometimes oh, you just great. have a bad day. Grab a spoon. I love that. That's it's so good. Cool. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine like the world without Nutella? be no, sad. Yes, I know. Yes. And those those candies they have, the gold ones oh, with oh yeah. yeah. So Rocher. Rocher. Rocher, yes. Well, Ricardo makes this dessert which is basically uh, a Rocher mm-hmm. in dessert form. It's incredible. You can't you can't tell me that. <laughs> no, <laughs> now you have to have one. Yes. yes. I love desserts. <laughs> well so most recently you guys beat Bobby Flay. Mm-hmm. So 
let's, I want to hear all about it, how it came to be, because I, I'm. Well, for, first of all, we guys, it's too many people. She beat Bobby Flay okay. after she beat me. <laughs> but we're going to edit that part. That's yes. fine. That's well, right. I look at you guys as one unit. I just do. Yeah. It. It's a team effort. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we, we were very lucky to be invited. Um, you know, at that time, that was, uh, we filmed in 2019. You, you film several months before it, it, it right. airs, and it could be up to a year before it airs. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we, when we got, I got the first email, I first, I thought it was a scam. Uh, and I left it in my inbox for a couple of days and then, which I usually do, uh, then Googled the person that was emailing me and I found, find her on LinkedIn and then I see, okay, this is legit Mm -hmm. a casting agent. Then I look up the casting company and it's linked. That's the, the exclusive casting agent for all of the Bobby Flay shows, whichever iteration of a show is, right. including Beat Bobby Flay. Yeah, I think it's called Rock Shrimp something. Uh, that's a production company, yeah, but yeah. the casting agent is is another company. Okay. Um, and then I tell, finally tell Ricardo, hey, I got this email. What do you think? You know, would you be interested in? Um, and then he said, yep, just respond and see what happens. So then after I responded, I get a call and it's, it's a long process, right? I'm telling you a three month process in a very short conversation. Yeah. Um, but that first call is about, uh, them knowing who you are, you know, your career path or why you became a chef, you know, about where you're working right now. Is it your business or is it not your business? And then, you know, who, who are you in business with? If you're a, a business owner. And then when I told the story, about Ricardo and myself, I, I, that's really what got us on the show. It's the story that we're both chefs, that uh, we've had a business for a long time, whichever it has mm-hmm. been. And, um, and then, you know, we cook together every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I remember last question before I hang up with her that day was, do you think he would like to be on TV? Because my wheels are turning. Maybe we can have an episode where you guys compete against each other. And then I started laughing because, you know, he's a ham Mm -hmm. and he loves, you know, he's much more extrovert than I am. (laughs) So I said, oh, are you kidding me? You're actually talking to the wrong person first. (laughs) He would definitely jump on on it. Um, And then I told Ricardo how it went. And then we got both were interviewed separately. Mm -hmm. As the second step, you do a video interview. Then we did a third interview together um, for chemistry. And that's when she first pitched the story about how she was going to present to the producers to see if we would agree. And then, yeah, we were willing to go against each other. You know, I get a lot more. I get anxiety when I'm on TV. So I will say that knowing that I was going to go through that experience with Ricardo and I felt much more confident going in. Um, but we knew from the get go, right? One of us is going to face him no matter what. So we had the conversation. What if it's you? What if it's me? Um, this is all before producer. And yeah, we were willing to go all the way, whatever it happened, because at the end of the day, even we're not necessarily competitive couples that, Mm -hmm. you know, we, I want to win over you, but we definitely going down. (laughs) <laughs> we do want to perform the best that we can yeah. for each other. Right. If that push makes any other, sense. Yeah. We, yeah. we push each other more than we compete against each other. Correct. Um, then the next step was uh, when we started the round with the producers, you start all over again. Oh, yes. Kind of the same, you know, fun interviews, video interviews, and there's multiple of them. And you never know until you know that you're actually accepted. Um, but halfway through the process, we're already talking recipes and signature dishes. So it looked really promising. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then we that. were in Chicago for a business trip. We were at the NRA show that year. And uh, as That's I, right. We got the call over yeah, there, we, Chicago. We were going down the escalators to finish a day. And I see my email and your 
you're accepted. Oh my gosh, I can yeah. only imagine that would have been so exciting. Oh, I started screaming like a little girl, and then Ricardo thought I had, I was I fell down the stairs or something. <laughs> yeah, well, so what's yeah. going on? And she just told me that I'm like, what? Oh, this is gonna be. We had to go celebrate. We celebrated that night. I remember celebrated that night, and then we started binge watching the show. Oh yeah. I've I've always been a fan of Bobby Flay, but we were not. We don't have the time to really watch a lot of food shows. Uh, so we wanted kind of to see the format and to see how we we want to win, right? Right. And so kind of study. Gonna- <laughs> I think it was more about also studying the what's happening. Well, what did that one do to win? What did that one? Oh, look at this a similarity. Oh, they they win because they do this most of the times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do that a lot when I do competitions. I dissect the whole thing in like little yeah. bits, and that's what we did. And then all of a sudden we're saying, okay, I see a piece of machine back there. That's this. We can use that. Every single episode has it. So now you start kind of figuring out your plan by just looking at others people compete and how do they lost and what not to do and what to do. Yeah. We really went to town. We, we were practicing twice, three times a day wow. after like 12-hour work shifts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of things when you go into the show that you have uh, no control of. That that first round, uh, you don't know what your ingredient is going to be, but you need to be able to cook something in 20 minutes. And that's in, in real life. You know, all of these competition shows are great, but they're not real life. You you Good don't, day, especially on a, you know this, yeah. on a restaurant, you don't start a dish necessarily entirely from scratch mm-hmm. to then get it out in 20 minutes, you know. 20 minutes is a long ticket time. Yes. As yes, it is. Yes. Oh, I know. <laughs> so, you know, kind of we were doing those little drills. If we get a simple ingredient like tomatoes, for example, what that. would I do that you utilize tomatoes three, four times in one, but it's a full entire dish. So we would do little things like that. Yeah. Um, the only thing that is decided before you go on the show is what your signature dish is. And something that we negotiated with a producer and we talked about with the producer extensively was to do a dish that, you know, reflected our background, you know, whether regardless of the food that we have done, because we we could have gone with a French dish. um, But at the end of the day, we're both from Federico and, you know, really wanted to showcase our culture and all Latin cultures. You know, I'm an empanada, which was our signature dish. It's almost universal across so many Latin countries. We all have some sort of a hand pie. Yes. Correct. Um, and the strategy then, was for yeah. both of us to do that as our signature dish. So whether he had so one or way, whether I had one, we yeah. were going to go against Bobby so with We could practice saying. that without a problem. The, what we couldn't practice was the other round, which was a, the item that you didn't know what they were going to give you. So we just kind of like start asking each other, so how about if they give us this, what would you do? Okay. And try to help the other one kind of come up with something fast. And none of those work because they didn't give us, I mean, Any anything that we tried. <laughs> they gave us papaya. And, oh. and, you know, she loved papaya and I can't stand papaya. So I was like, oh. Yeah. So it was an interesting And you have literally few seconds to really think what your dish is going to be with that yeah. signature item. That is something I could never, ever do. I have to really. Yeah, you got to plan. I, yeah, I would fail instantly. They'd a, be like, I'm Bye. a planner. I do the same thing. I'm a baker. I plan every single thing yeah. I'm going to do. Even the moves, how, how long it's going to take that thing in the mixer. When well, she, yeah. they tell me papaya, I blocked. Then I'm like, oh, so I'm thinking desserts. Mm-hmm. I can't do desserts in 20 minutes. And then she's going full speed on her side. And here I am with a papaya. I'm like, well, I'm going to start peeling these because for sure I'm not going to use the skin. But I got to figure out what I'm going to do. I still didn't, didn't know more or less like a minute, maybe two minutes inside. It's when I started like, okay, maybe I could do this and do that. But I had to take my mind away from baking and pastry, and that's which is my natural. Yeah. And he, yeah. I didn't know what was going on, even though the, the kitchens, they're not that close to each other, the two sides. But if you pay attention to what the other contestant is doing, whether you know him or her or not, it's you look waste too much yeah. time. You have yeah. to yeah. focus on yourself and what you're doing and try to do your best because it, the time just flies. 
And but she knew what, what, what I was doing without even looking. Yeah. She already knew. What, like, they asked her, so what do you think he's doing? Oh, he's pretty making something Asian. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I was making a... a, a, a a papaya slaw, which is an Asian yeah. green yeah. papaya slaw. I think the only thing that we were both concerned, even though I would have never done uh, the Asian route, I know that's very distinctive, Ricardo. Something that we did talk before going on this show is that we wouldn't end up doing the same thing yeah. because we do tend to think alike since we're used to building menus together, and dishes yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And thinking the same way Actually, to create. We both ended with shrimp. We both ended with shrimp, oh. regardless. Yeah. Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> that is funny. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, eventually out of the two, either one of us could have won because even though I am a fast thinker and I started first uh, before he did, you know, Ricardo, his presentation and plating skills are so outstanding that I felt at the end, I, I'm not sure if I really got it. Mm-hmm. I was very confident about my flavors but it's it was a little bit sloppy compared to his. So it could have gone either way. It just happened to go my way. Yeah. Um, and well, I thought I beat her. <laughs> she asked me, she's like, you didn't, you didn't lose on purpose. I'm like, no, I thought I beat you. <laughs> I love yeah. that. But it was, it was, um, that's, that's the best part of it, that we were really going for it. No matter who will win, we were going to be proud of each other anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just we were just going to the extra mile, whatever it takes. And then all of a sudden she yeah. won, and I was like ha, super happy. I mean, was I did not feel a little happy. bit of sadness. Yeah. Uh, the quite opposite. They told me you can stay with her at the with the crowd. Usually we don't do that, mm-hmm. but we're going to put you a mic. You're actually very good, so we're going to just talk with her, taste food. I'm like, all right. That's <laughs> Yeah, it was a real yeah. experience. Oh. It, they they may have the whole thing, you know, whether it's Bobby Flay or the entire team just made the experience so enjoyable that uh, whenever we get, you know, Ricardo has been on another show uh, filming for another show that it, it they kind of damaged us because the experience was so amazing from the get go that then our expectation is so high whenever exactly. we go on a show. Um just the entire experience. They make it fun. Uh, they all really want to be, they want to produce a show that they beat him. So that's nothing is fake. They mm-hmm. truly, that's the, their inside joke. They all from the person that opens the door, oh my goodness, when yeah. you get in to the makeup artist, to the producers, they, they really want to, I want to make the show that beats him because he wins so many of the times, a very high percentage. I mean, 80% of the times he win. For every 10 people, 8 yeah. people lose. Yeah. Gosh. Two people win. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And first, he's very nice ended too. Ended up being the first Latina to first beat Latina him. First Latina to beat him. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've always heard that he's just really down to earth and friendly. He seems like that on TV too. Yeah, you know, he's he's very busy, right? We have we had never we've met a lot of chefs that are um on another level, right? But we've it, it was our first time meeting a chef that has that type of popularity because of TV. And of course he's extremely busy. So every time there's a, a break that they're resetting cameras or that they're changing cameras or they're cleaning the kitchens for example he gets pulled away because he has to do green room so he's always busy but when he's present with you he's so extremely nice and courteous and very respectful uh and funny yeah Yeah. yeah. he's personally exactly it's exactly what you see on tv uh except that he's much nicer right yeah because you only see the competitive side right and he's very sweet Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's episode, no, season, season 22. 22. Episode 11. Episode 11. I have to yeah. watch it again. You and then know. we got our judges were, or the co-hosts were Ali, Tila, and Jet Tila, and they're a hoot. Amazing people. <laughs> they're so amazing. Funny. So funny. And we still, we still, um, in, we're still always exchanging messages on Instagram or on Twitter. And uh, they're just so down to earth and nice I mean, people. It's, it's like the same thing we do, but Inverse. opposite. Yeah. So Ali Tila, which is the wife, she's a baker. And then Jed Tila, he's a he's culinary. Sh- yeah. So basically we just exchange and it's such a great couple. They're amazing people. And they're actually from California. Yeah. You know what part? 
Just curious. I actually don't know if they're LA based now, um, but I think they that he started in the Bay Area. I think. I mean, he's doing a bunch of shows right now with uh, Food Network. Network, but they're still in California. Yeah. See, I, I would, I just, like I said, I really admire that you guys could do that because I, I would probably fall apart. <laughs> I would. It's, I mean, it's very, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I get anxiety. So behind the scenes, I was a bundle of nerves and Ricardo now, you know, he's extremely confident. <laughs> uh, so he was perking me up. But once that bell rang, I was just in my zone. You have to yeah. be just yeah. stay focused and not let yeah. any outside noise. Oh, my gosh. It was really funny. There's um, have you heard of the deviled pig in South Tampa? Of course. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, remember Leanne Whippen? I'm yeah. sure you, I love her. Right. Yeah. I'm sad she's no no longer with them, but she's amazing. And her, yes. her pig powder, if you haven't tried it, I want to get you some. Yeah. It's really good to put on different stuff. But so. I've known them, you know, everyone at the Devil Pig for a little bit. And so one day, um, one of the owners texted me. She said, Tracy, I'd like you to come down. We're doing a little segment for the, um, it's called Paradise Foodies on the Food Network cooking channel, whatever, or travel channel, one of those. I said, okay. She was just being extra. We just want people in the background that have supported us. So I wear like a barbecue shirt, but I had workout clothes on. I was not, you know, hair's a mess, no makeup on. So I show up thinking I'm just going to be sitting at a table. They go, you're going to be on TV. I said, what? <laughs> I wasn't prepared. There's no hair and makeup. This was end of May in the summer in Tampa. Oh, so it was hot. awful. It was so hot. <laughs> Couldn't have been, you know, a hotter day. So they sit me at a table with some guy. They're like, pretend this is your boyfriend or husband. I'm like, okay, oh, nice to meet you. And they wanted us to eat food and talk about it. And I'm telling you, everything that could go wrong <laughs> did go wrong. Checklist of everything that goes oh, wrong. I was just, and I'm sitting here just trying to hold it together. But they're like, here, take this sandwich. And um, it had pork belly in it. So I pick up the sandwich and I had to bite into it and talk about how good it was. And then all the pork bellies fall in on my shirt. Oh, oh no. no <laughs> I was covered in mustard. And I thought, hopefully they'll cut my scene out. And the other night I'm sitting at home and this friend of mine Text me screenshots of me on TV. No way. I, I never saw it air. She's like, here you go. And I'm like, oh my, oh my God, God, I can't erase that. <laughs> so yeah. It stays there forever. It does stay there. there the digital world. Yeah, our show has aired already. Oh my gosh, times. like five or six times. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, We're really very cool. lucky. We're very prime lucky that time. it hits. Uh, three of those in prime time. And your empanadas are in his cookbook, which I think is. And then, yeah, and then that happened, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we fast forward to pandemics, right? So the episode finally aired December 2019 after one reschedule. Mm-hmm. And uh, then obviously that this is the Bobby Flay machine, right? Mm-hmm. When it airs, people want to know who you are. We did a lot of press and that yes. was on us to really, you know, hype up. But after it airs, you do see people come through your restaurant oh to re- to taste the product that they saw you on the yeah. show when. There were people from South California. Really? They All took over. a vacation just because they saw the show and they wanted to try the empanadas. And I'm like, and these two ladies were amazing ladies. I was like, wow. I love that. Yeah. This is insane. It was so, really and then obviously I'm more introverted. So Ricardo was always pushing me like, you have yeah. to meet them. They came here to... So me, so that that was it was different for me to experience that. Second, Puerto, I mean, the number one newspaper in Puerto Rico put Rosanna on the first page. I love said, that's awesome. She says a chef that beat Bobby Flay with an empanada. Yeah, I was the first Puerto Rican too, and you know, it's these are not again. I'm from a small town. You know, these are not things that happen normally to people like us, and that's why I appreciate it so much. Uh, so we did when we knew what was coming. Yes, of course, we reached out to our contacts in Puerto Rico because we knew it was, it was a good story and it, it was you know, generated a whole new generation of people that didn't know who I was. I left Puerto Rico more than 20 years ago. And uh, to be able to represent, it was a big thing. I, I honestly cried when I yeah. saw that I was on the cover of one of the most prominent newspapers in Puerto Rico I started bowling because it's it's a big thing it is yeah and then you look online and um you know reggaeton is huge in Puerto Rico right now 
And her story had like more, more like than Daddy more Yankee. shares than Daddy Yankee. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I, I mean, Daddy this Yankee is Daddy Yankee. So yeah, we love um, the guy. But <laughs> that's it's, awesome. it's, it's, it's how it. much really that represented the, the Puerto Rican island mm -hmm. and the culture. And that's why we were like so happy about it. Very humble about it. We love Puerto Rico. So yeah. can't say it anymore. Someday so, I hope to love it too. Yeah, yeah you so have you to. You now will. you have to. Yeah, yes. and you cannot go to Puerto Rico without telling us so we can tell me you that the list we'll list of things chef. to do, where to stay, who to see, etc. Yes. How, yeah. How's the pizza out there? <laughs> you know, we no. like pizza. We like our pizza. Very good yeah. pizza. I could yeah. tell you already three places to go. Yeah, they're very good pizza. Yeah, I was and they're um, high end products yeah. because the pizza in Puerto Rico in many places they actually integrated the Spanish um, ingredients so you'll see chorizo which is not the Mexican chorizo yeah, you actually see chorizo the Spaniard the side Spanish chorizo one, yeah. it's which very is different. zesty in almost every place I made pizza they have chorizo in it So you see different flavors and different pizza toppings that are You're amazing. You're not going to find anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. See, that's a reason for me to go. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, it's very, very uh, good. Maybe you can start a new thing. A pizza, a, like a pizza route, I right? I love that. A pizza That'd trail really nice. or something like that. And you go to different places to if try only, and rate the pizza. If only someone would pay me to do that. Yes. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we got to get a pizza company to, or yes. to do some, something like that. Yes. I, I need to manifest that because that, that yeah. would be great. There is a guy and I, I can't think of his name right now. I think it's called That Pizza Show. And he travels all around the world looking for the best pizzerias. And nice. I just, I watch that show and I'm like, I want, I want to be him. Yeah. 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 That's great. He was at a place in Italy where you would walk and the floors were glass and you could look down on the kitchen and see them making everything. Wow. Can you imagine that? Yeah. That so it has to wow. be immaculate, right? Yeah. Well, you flower cool. everywhere, I bet, but that's fun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's, I know. I haven't been to Italy in 20 years and um, before Instagram, of course. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I still remember it. I had pizza in Napoli and it was um, to this day, definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. It had prosciutto yeah. and corn and basil. Nice. It was different. It was really good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just the freshness of ingredients there is unparalleled. And I ate so much when I was in Italy. I went twice. One time I was there for a month. I lost 10 pounds mm -hmm. and That's I ate so everything. Cool. Walking. A, yes, in between walking and then nothing has GMOs or preservatives. Yeah. It's a big difference. Yes. I just want to do that here in Tampa, but yeah. it's, not, it's not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was eating like every morning, you know, like pastries with Nutella and mm. cappuccinos. And then they put a little bit of Bailey's in it too, which is, nice. which is always good. But yeah, pasta, pizza. And then I'd eat dinner at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Love that. It was crazy. Yeah. I love eating late. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I love it in eight. I'm the same yes. way. I, I always eat. I Breakfast too. I can't eat first thing in the morning. I'm more of a 10 o'clocker. Even if I'm already out, it's like 10 a.m. It's ready. So yeah. Yeah. I've I always agree. on that schedule. On that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Brother. now you have to share about Disney and Disney Plus Disney, and everything. Yes. Disney Plus. We were, I was invited to be on a show called Foodtastic on Disney Plus. Um, he started streaming. He's one of those streaming kind of shows um, on December 15th. And it was about, like I was uh, speaking earlier, it's about sculpting. They wanted a team from Tampa that I could lead with making cakes and making um, vegetable sculpting. So you can do anything basically with food and there was no off limits nothing had to taste good or bad mm -hmm. they just wanted you to sculpt something mm -hmm. and um it was great i had a partner from orlando um his name is andreas and which is from vienna um it was very very good and then i had another person that is from california and um Gina, she's she's fantastic sculpting cake and she's very good at faces particularly. If you if you go online and you Google or um or YouTube um the face uh Steve Harvey cake. Oh yeah. <laughs> she actually makes Steve Harvey's uh, head out of cake. <laughs> and you looking at it you're like, whoa, and then she just cut right through it. I'm like, oh whoa, yeah. my goodness. <laughs> So she did that. She, I mean, that's how that's how I think she got noticed because he, he he saw that himself. Yeah. And 
go ahead and share it. And it was great. She had a large bunch of likes. But um, I mean, I mean, she does anything like uh, that. And we were in the episode uh, ninth epi- ninth episode, which is about record Ralph, mm-hmm. which I had no idea what it was until the day they told me, "Hey, by the way, you're gonna do record Ralph like in two weeks." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" I better look that up. <laughs> so she's like, "Have you seen it?" I'm like, "No." Well, you gotta watch the movie. And literally, we watched the movie that night. Mm-hmm. Fell asleep halfway. Did not finish the movie, <laughs> but kind of know more or less what right. Rick Ralph and, and and the other guy that that fixes thing, um, Felix. Felix, yeah. And um, but that's 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 what the show was about. It was great, great, great show. I think um, uh, it's a family show. It's very Disney, so things are big. I mean, we made a record Ralph that was like five feet tall, and um, you know, so so everything is big in that in that show. And um, he's great for the kids, for the family to watch together. It's, Love it's it, a, yeah. It's a really, really cool episode. This is the whole premise of the show. When I watched it, even though I knew uh, Ricardo coming back from filming, you know, kind of the progression of the show, uh, once you see all the episodes put together, it's the the host is Kiki Palmer. Yeah. And she's very good at creating different characters. So every episode, she's a different character. Uh, to introduce what the show is going to be or that episode is going to be about. Um, And then three teams have to create different sculptures. But all the ingredients have to be edible, whether you're using vegetables or whether you're using cake, building something out of cake or recipes with treats or bread. So it's it's fun to see all the creativity. Um, But the format of the show, it's definitely something that either the kids can watch alone or the parents can watch with their kids. Um, They make it really fun. I was a sculptor of the team. So I was doing watermelon carving. So part of uh, the design we created, I needed to make like eight different um, watermelon roses. So it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) I can't even carve a pumpkin. So I'd be in trouble. (laughs) Me neither. I love that. Ricardo says it's so easy. And I was like, yeah, it's easy for you because... He has that almost like 3D talent to sculpt, but it was either you're fun. born with that gene or you're not. I wasn't I born with it. No, I can't draw even a, a stick figure. It was anymore. a lot of fun. We had two quote unquote judges because one, they're not like really judging everything. They're just literally just telling you what they like and what they don't like. Um, one cake artist, which is amazing. His name is Benny Rivera. And um, the story is called City Cakes in New York City. And then uh, we had another lady. Her name is Amir Kasim, and she is the owner of um, our shop. It's called. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a cakery, and it's, it's all these beautiful colored cakes that she makes. That are She's the one that made that uh, rainbow cake famous that has yes, every layer, yes, a different color. Or the center explodes with sprinkles. Yes. Oh, She's the amazing. one that made that famous. Those two guys yeah. are amazing mm. together. They're great people. So it was a lot of fun. The show was really good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. At least worldwide. <laughs> so, I mean, they're telling us literally, hey, it's airing. I was uh, the 14th. It's airing tomorrow. And just FYI, this is going to be global. So you're going to be in Japan. You're going to be in, like, Germany. I'm like, what? Yeah, it streams around the world. So it's a great thing to to hear, uh, you know, somebody so small like me from Tampa. <laughs> Representing Tampa. But see, that. that's that's what I love though. When you're really passionate about something, yeah. it's just yes. it's gonna things are gonna happen yeah. no matter what. Right, yes. Yeah. I agree. It was agree. a great show. It was yeah. really cool. Very fun. Yeah. That's a that's a great experience. Yeah. You know, both yeah. of you guys. I'm just so like I said, I'm just so proud to know you. Thank you. Oh my gosh, likewise. And and so before the Saver St. Pete, when we were at the the Aprons Dinner at Publix, Mm -hmm. okay, you have to tell me that ice cream, everything. Yes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I primarily, you know, we were very busy during that time. So primarily I put together that menu uh, and then I consulted with Ricardo. I was like, is this okay? Uh, Because uh, obviously we wanted to showcase our sponsor was Duda Farms. Mm -hmm. And they have a brand uh, called Dandy, which mm-hmm. is that they sell at Publix primarily. Their Publix celery. is it's it's amazing. Okay. Yes. So it's super fresh. It and it's all the products that come from their farms here in Florida. So it's celery, corn, and radish. 
So I wanted to create a menu that would showcase these ingredients as much as possible. Instead of creating individual dishes, I wanted my approach is always how how can I create a dish that incorporates the most of this? And then we get to dessert, which I know is really Ricardo's strength. So we did a cornbread pudding uh, and uh, using corn in many different ways. So that recipe, we're using the milk from the corn when you squeeze it mm-hmm. uh, to create the custard. It had corn in it mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, then we did a radish marmalade because radish can be spicy, mm-hmm. but very earthy as well. And when you make it into a sweet marmalade, it's very refreshing. So I felt when you have something as heavy as a bread pudding can be, it's just going to cut through very yes. nicely. And then we were like, okay, how do we incorporate celery? And I asked Ricardo, do you think we can make celery ice cream? And he said, yeah, you can definitely do yeah. anything with a vegetable. That came out awesome. It really did. I was like, this has celery in it. I was completely yeah. blown away. And then uh, that's what we were saying. I bet you, or we had a yeah. bet going, I bet you that the celery ice cream is the thing that they're going to remember the most mm-hmm. of the entire, it was what, five courses? We were, we were very surprised. Yeah, it has kind of like a subtle licorice um, flavor when it's sweet, so... Almost like it kind of reminded me a little bit like when you have fennel. Yes. Kind of a little yes. bit of that. that yeah. yeah. If, I you, love if you're thinking fennel. about celery not being part of dessert, I think you're missing it's out. what people remember the most about celery, when, especially when we eat it with something savory, is that uh, acidity, right? Or puckeriness. Mm-hmm. But when you combine it, it, when you bring out the natural sweetness in it, mm-hmm. yes, it's just a little bit. It's more similar to fennel. It was good. See, the only thing I can do with celery is what ants on a log. Yeah. And you know, gotta give kudos and credit to Publix because this was done over meetings, right? You know, and, and explain how the dishes would be created, but yeah. really they put the entire they executed it mm-hmm. and it was just phenomenal. Very they good. blew it out of the park. Publix Publix is, is such a great just a great store. Yes. Yeah. I spend a lot of time there. I'm, I'm probably at Publix at least five times a week. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I have a problem. Gotta say, we have a problem too. Yeah. It's a good yeah. problem though. Good problem <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. I always think to myself, hey, it's a Florida company. We, we gotta give them love. Gotta support yeah. them. So that, that softens the, Absolutely. the guilt, yeah, guilt trip. Well, I wanted to see if you guys could share where everyone can find you on social media and also just the best ways to find so they can watch, you know, the episode with Bobby Flay and then also yeah. on Disney Plus. Just a little reminder. To Absolutely. Everybody. So I think, you know, if you're looking for the episode to watch it, if you never watch it, it's a fun, very cute, but fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, anywhere where you can stream Food Network, whether you are subscribed to the app mm-hmm. or whether you have Hulu or whether you have YouTube uh, TV, mm-hmm. you can you can stream the episode, episode and, and just look for season 22, episode 11. It's called It Must Have Been Love um, because it's an, a couple's episode. I, I, love, I was just going to say, <laughs> yes. Um, then uh, thankful, I was very fortunate that I was invited to contribute the recipe, the winning recipe. To Bobby's most recent cookbook, which is the Beat Bobby Flay cookbook. It's the first time that he does recipes from the show and at your favorite bookseller, whether it's Amazon, Barnes and Noble, it's just Google Beat Bobby Flay cookbook. You'll find it very he only, quickly. He only put 10 recipes from the people that won and the other recipes are his. I so. sent one to my dad because he's always liked Bobby Flay. He oh, loves yeah. cooking. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, thank to, yeah. you for it's that. Really oh, you're welcome. Book. It's a really good book. I told so, him, I said, I dare yeah. you to make the empanadas and send me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Fantastic. And then Fantastic is on Disney Plus. Okay. It's streaming right now. Um, and it's, it's, it's episode nine where I appear, but all 10 episodes are amazing. Okay. They're really, really good. So many talented people in the, in the, Sculpting world, so I'm just a little bit from a big world, but it's a great <laughs> one. It's a great one. And then in terms of finding us online, mm-hmm. we now have a place called Chef and the Baker, mm-hmm. which is exactly that. I'm the baker. She's the chef. And um, we, even though we do both, we collaborate and we, we do, she bakes very well too. Um, and I do cooking too. So, but you can go to chefandthebaker.com. 
chef and the baker.com. And then you'll find in there empanadas that you can buy and uh, that they get delivered the next day. Um, we're right now changing a lot of these to shipping. So you'll be able to order and, and get your goodies shipped, whether it's empanadas, cookies, um, oh my gosh. All sorts of croissant products. Croissant donuts yeah. are going to be also for shipping. So it's, it's sort of like a, a little section of pecan, if you think about it. I love that. It's like all put together in a different concept. So You have a, a Nutella empanada? <laughs> Nutella empanada would be a yeah, really cool that's one. That's a good Ooh, idea. Yeah. We, we should, should call it the that. Tracy. Know, the Tracy, right? there you go. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I, I'll, I'm behind that 100%. Yeah. I mean, we have plenty of Nutella in there because we do croissants, we do the donut, we do um, a cookie with, with Nutella. I mean, so many things with Nutella, so... And empanada is gonna um, be besides that, social media, we're both very active. Uh, my yes. handle is at Chef Rosana Rivera. My website is chefrosana.com. And my pages are primarily a source for inspiration, for entertaining at home, recipes. Oh my goodness, yeah, you need to and, talk about the, the the website. Rosana's website has some, it's going to start very soon, new things about um, not like the lifestyle mm-hmm. of uh, bringing the lifestyle of a chef home. So she has like wooden boards and olive, um, oh, salt, pepper shakers. for the home. Yeah, that, that's wonderful. I've been working on that for about a year. Some more uh, for entertainment at home since it's something that I love to do. Besides, obviously, food products that you can um, buy and get shipped anywhere. Um, and then plates, Ricard yes, is, plates. Well, it's everything. Yeah, silverware. Lots of that's little yeah, fun things. Cool love stuff, that. Yeah. And then yours? Um, yes, a chef, at, at Chef Ricardo Castro, at Chef Ricardo Castro, he's a, okay. he's a handler. So, well, I'll, I'll be sharing your links on my yeah. Instagram profile too. So definitely excited. And, um, just another thing, like I always like to mention this every, on every podcast. So today is frozen pizza Friday and I'm actually showcasing Publix frozen pizzas because we all love Publix. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried them. No, I never. Yeah. So every Friday I I just came up with this idea. I thought there's so many frozen pizzas out there and I always have them in the freezer in a pinch, but I was blown away by Target's brand Good and Gather. Their pizzas. They were on sale one day, $5. And I had one with prosciutto and arugula. Wow. And they're they're actually made in Italy. That is wow. insane. And I, it looked like it came from a restaurant. Wow. So that's how I came up with this idea. I thought, I'm going to try every frozen pizza once a week and just kind of rate them. And Fantastic. So yeah, you have to try it. I, I recommend them. They're just good when you're just tired and... Yeah. Story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With a very crazy job and two kids, absolutely. You yes. need those things. Yes. Good quality. That's why I love pizza. But yeah. thank you guys again for thank everything. You. I really appreciate it. So Thank you for having us. Over the moon excited you were here today. Great. <laughs> thank you. And thank you so much. You're very welcome. And uh, don't forget, everyone, a new episode comes out every Friday on RadioInfluence.com or wherever else you like to go and download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a delicious weekend. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.